the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. You know, I always almost feel embarrassed when I hear that introduction. I think it's like, it's so much better than I deserve. <laughs> oh, well, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> like the guy said, you can feel free to call us 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. Got a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. Man, the market's uh, been uh, really volatile especially for this time of year. Um, actually, market's volatile <laughs> almost all times of year, but the uh, it's been a little bit more volatile lately. It's a good thing, though. I mean, you know, where I start to get worried is when share prices get really high, uh, and by that, I don't mean the, the cost. People confuse that a lot. Uh, a high share price doesn't mean that the stump, the company is overpriced, and a and a cheap pair share price doesn't mean that it's undervalued. So you have to actually look at a little bit more than that. Not a lot. You'd be surprised. The next seminar, we're going to go back and cover the sixty second test. I don't know if any of you remember that. I had that out on a website a long time ago, and it's basically what I do to give a really quick evaluation just to determine whether or not that company is worth investigating in further. Think about that. What if there were a little thing that you could do that took you less than 60 seconds? It takes me about 10, by the way. But that's because I've been doing it for a long, long, long time. But if it takes you less than 60 seconds to check out a stock and, and to be able to form a really good opinion, don't you think that would be valuable? And I'll, I'll tell you where it'll be valuable. When you're looking at mutual funds or you're looking at exchange-traded funds, and you're trying to figure out if you want to buy that. Most people just look at the performance. That's the absolute worst way you can pick a fund. Absolute worst way you can pick a fund is look at its short-term performance. And the first reaction I get is, well, I'm looking at the one, three, and five year. Well, well, guess what? The past 12 months has a huge impact on the three and five-year returns. So you know what you're looking at? Those things that just shot up the most. And you know what happens when things shoot up a whole lot real fast? <laughs> you got it. So if you're looking at the longer-term track record, you want a good long-term track record, but uh, over the short run, maybe not. In fact, one of the better ways to select a fund 
is to look at those that are in the top 25%, say, for the last five and 10 years, okay, and start from there. Their recent performance is meaningless. Just figure out how they got those five and 10 year numbers. And that's where the 60 second test comes in. If you can do this, and it only takes you 60 seconds or so per stock, and that's for a beginner, by the way. That's what a beginner, it should take a beginner about 60 seconds once you learn how to do it. Once you learn how to do it, it takes about 60 seconds. You can look at the top holdings in that fund and you can figure out whether that fund manager has skill or he just got lucky or she. And uh, do they have skill or did they just get lucky? So that that's a big deal. And again, we're going to be covering that in uh, great detail. And I keep forgetting. I think it's December. Um, I can't remember when it is. Actually, let me look at my website. So if you wanted to sign up for that seminar that I'm going to look up right now, go to Bullington Capital dot com it's right there excuse me just click on the seminar tab it'll pop up and this is the last workshop of the year uh this is interesting they changed well you know what i gotta tell you it it kills me how frequently people change their um website information they do it constantly so this is december 6th it's a thursday I just realized I have, I, I am dying. I have four tickets to a really good concert that night and they're the exact same night. And I just now realized that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, tell you what, I'll, um, next week I'll be giving away some tickets to a nice concert. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe that. Oh well, the, uh, I really wanted to see that concert. So I got four tickets. <laughs> King and Country. I don't know if you know who they are, but uh contemporary Christian group. Awesome. I mean, I am now I'm depressed. <laughs> so I'm gonna miss that. The uh but at least I'll be able to give uh four really good tickets away to a really nice concert. So if you're not going to that concert, maybe you'll stop by the workshop and uh, you can sign up online. Just go to my website, Bill at Bullington. I'm sorry, that's my email address. It's Bullington Capital. You can just uh, search it on Google. It'll bring you right there. Anyway, so we're talking about, uh, we're going to be talking about, um, trying to figure out how to pick stocks. Why would you want to learn how to do that? So that you don't have to. That's why you want to learn how to do it. So you don't have to. Because when you learn how to do it and you learn how to do it relatively quickly, uh, you'll be able to evaluate something very, and by the way, you got a stock you want me to look at? Call in, 216-901-0945. We'll go through this. Our show is going to be all about education from now on. It always kind of has been, but uh, I feel a lot more strongly about this recently. Not sure why. Maybe just uh, looked in the mirror and saw how old I'm getting. <laughs> and I decided, yeah, I, I should probably try to help as much as I possibly can. Because <laughs> I have to tell you, retirement income planning, gathering enough assets, investing, is incredibly important. Unless you want to work until you die, I plan on working as long as I possibly can, but not because I have to. But I really like what I'm doing. I'm going to try to give Warren Buffett. I think that's the only thing I'll ever be able to compete with Warren Buffett on is um, maybe I can live a little longer than he does to try to accumulate that type of net worth. Probably not happening. Uh, even if I won a billion dollars in the lottery, it's, <laughs> it still wouldn't happen. So, but the, uh, and that's okay. Um, there's a large element of luck to everybody's lives. I'm sure. And, uh, he doesn't argue that by the way, I've read his 
authorized biography. So anyway, retirement income planning, and, and I've got this, uh, I've this new feeling. And I know the young people, actually people that aren't even so young, uh, they just kind of tune this out a little bit. And I'll be that nagging voice in their head now for the rest of their lives. And that, uh, you know, it takes an awful lot of money to be able to call it quits, to be able to retire. It takes an enormous amount of money. They should start teaching this in the fifth grade. Because by the time you're in the fifth grade, you already know enough math to be able to do everything I do. And you have to learn a whole lot more math just to realize that you're not ever going to use it. <laughs> That's kind of the way the educational system works now. Let, let's teach you a whole bunch of stuff you'll never use so we can, you know, justify those. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. But anyway, so most of the math, I should say, you've learned by the time you're, you know, fifth or sixth grade. And the rest of it's just uh, trying to figure out what you want to do, putting money away each month, investing on an average basis. I mean, you don't even have to, you don't have to knock the lights out, but you do need to get started. You need to get started relatively quickly. Uh, first job out of college. It'd be great if everybody started before the age of 30. If you started before the age of 30, you know, you're not going to need a whole lot. You're going to look at that social security payment and say, wow, that's, you know, I really, maybe I'll give that to charity. But if you don't get started before 30, then you're probably going to need that. And that, it's a good thing. It's no big deal. I'm not trying to, uh, Make anybody feel bad. You just do the best you can with what you got. But to know that to do the best you can, you got to get a little knowledge. And it's not that hard. I'm, I'm telling you, it's not that hard. But the retirement income planning thing is a, it's a big deal. You think about it, you know, you, for every hundred thousand dollars that you accumulate, if you're going to take out the BlackRock recommended four and a half percent a year and try to adjust that for inflation each year, that's only forty five hundred dollars for a hundred grand. You get a hundred grand, four and a half percent is only forty five hundred bucks. That's where the eyes start to open, and this is actually where ears start to shut. People start to hear that, and they're going, "Oh, yeah, see, their brains are working faster than their 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 subconscious is working faster than their conscious, and their subconscious is going, "Oh, <laughs> that that is a lot of money." Yes, it is, and but it's nothing to panic over. You can do it. People do it all the time. I talk to them all the time. And you can talk to me just by dialing 216-901-0945. Right now, I'm actually going to go to the phones. Somebody put a uh, cover. Oh, my buddy Dale. Dale, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Hanging in there? Still working hard. I'm still working hard. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Good. I called in. I called in because you uh, talked about price of stocks, and um, I was going through the BCAP value formula, right. yep. and I came across the stock that was in the BCAP uh, uh, fund, you know, the one we were in. Sure, yep. And it's ESIO, that's uh, Electro Science Incorporated. Yep, Electro Scientific Industries. Yeah. So I did the formula on it, and then I looked at the chart, and I saw it jumped up like uh, 90% in one day. That's kind of what happens, and people, some people, by the way, Dale, they, they hate that. And I think it's funny, uh, and other people are going, yeah, I want more of those. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I did the formula, when was it? It was uh, Tuesday night, I think mm-hmm. it was. And then I looked at the chart, and I said, I should have done that probably back uh, last week in October. Well, well, here's the thing. Um, 
it, it's actually up 22% over the high that it reached in August. Yeah. And it had gone down from August to October 40%. So that, that, that big, this is what I'm saying. You and I are looking at that, and that, that would be, a, that'd be an incredibly difficult stock to trade. But we're looking at that stock. And uh, I don't know, is that your phone or is that me? Okay, yeah, all right. So anyway, people who are buying businesses, people like Warren Buffett, right? they're paying attention to how much cash those companies are generating. Well, I, I did the formula, and I came up with, um, I came up if you bought the whole business, it was like a 30% return. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. If, and if, then I looked, at the, I looked at the profit margin, and the profit margin was 16%. Yeah, no, it was thirty. It was thirty-seven percent. That was probably its gross margin, but that's okay. The um, okay. Um, you know what? I'm, I am so glad you called to talk about this stuff because that is my. That's actually my favorite model now. It replaced the momentum. Momentum's very close. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, this is my favorite one, and you're everything you're talking about is exactly why. Because we're going in and we're looking at the cash it's generating and the cost of buying. We're, we're losing the daily. You must be. Are you driving? No. Oh. Well, I, for some reason, we've got a really bad connection here. I'm not sure what that is. The, uh, so the the other thing I was going to mention is, you know, you talked about Qualcomm mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Right. And it was doing $100 million in uh, 97, and then it was doing 398 and it was doing $600 million in 99. Right. If right. you would have done the formula for that company in 97... And it was paying like maybe ten or fifteen percent, right? Uh, for for buying the whole company. What would it have been in '98 then? Uh, it actually jumped up um, several hundred percent because it had grown so fast. Now, and this is why you use that formula, incidentally, because they were reinvesting most of the money that they were generating, most of the cash. So if you looked at the earnings per share, you would have thought, yo, stay away from that thing. They're, they're, those guys are not making any money. They're losing money. Well, that's why you want to use the earnings before interest and taxes. It's it's a cleaner uh, view of how much cash is being generated. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to go over that. What about, you know, we, we owned, owned uh, Office Max years ago. Yeah. That was the same thing. The uh, Same thing. Yep. Yes. And that's uh, that, so. That's why somebody bought Office Max. Yep, they wanted that cash. <laughs> they wanted that cash, and they actually tried. We thought it would be make a good uh, addition to their business. It was a big paper company that bought them. So it was uh, Georgia Pacific, I think. Yeah. So if they make a bunch of paper, and now they don't have to pay themselves, you know, the commission or the the fees that Office Max was uh, take getting for the resale, it improves their profit margins. So that was pretty good. And that that's why you want to look at that. By the way, if you'd like to, just call me. I will send you the list, and I'll show you the actual numbers, the yields on all those stocks. Oh, okay. Yep. So, yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, hey, thanks for calling. Well, ha- have a good Thanksgiving, and I'll see you at the seminar then. Okay, great. Thank you. All right, thanks. All right. Yep. Okay, all right. bye-bye. Actually, I'll send that to anybody. Um, my So my favorite model, the one we're going to be talking about, the one that um, – Mike Seeger, the guy that the intern that's at Case, uh, is working on, and we are getting, we're making progress. I I didn't realize that I had uh, actually shut that business down, 
and I had to go back and reestablish it with the state of Ohio. So I had to fill out all the paperwork. It cost me a thousand bucks. Yeah, talk about nuts. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, business is not easy. The uh, it is, there's so much paperwork involved. It's mind boggling, and that that part really bothers me. I think that stifles a lot of young people from going into business, and not, actually stifles everybody from going into business. But you can do it. And in fact, all I did, I, I I'll have to call these guys and um, hit them up for some advertising money. The uh, I called LegalZoom and got uh, everything underway. So uh, it'll be a couple more weeks. But that uh, model that Dale was talking about—that's one of the. Uh, it's one of my favorite models. You look at the amount of cash a company's generating, and you divide it by the price of buying the entire business. Why are you doing that? Because that's what companies like Warren Buffett do, or Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, other big firms that are buying businesses. That's what they're looking for. They want to generate cash. Okay, so that's that's one measure of cash flow. So you take that cash flow measure and divide it by the cost of buying the business, and it converts it into a yield, as he was talking about. I think I think the lowest yielding one in that portfolio was fifteen percent. That was the lowest yield, and uh, we're going to talk about that at every seminar. That's going to be up on a website. You can do this kind of stuff on your own if you'd really like to, uh, and that's what the website Lookout for the Bull is going to be for. So that you can go in, download those symbols, because you know who wants to spend three hundred fifty bucks a month on software and data, and then you have to learn how to use it, and then you actually have to use it, <laughs> and then you have to do all that work. So uh, anyway, and by the way, the three fifty a month is a lot cheaper than it used to be. I mean, it is unbelievably inexpensive relative to what it cost, you know, five or ten years ago. So I've uh, really talked a lot here. You can, uh, by the way, if you have a phone call, question, or comment, you can call us 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0945. And I, I'm looking up, and I think it's kind of funny. They've got those phone numbers posted on the wall here. Uh, one of them is 888-281-1110. And I'm wondering, who the heck uses a uh, toll-free? <laughs> I guess some people still do. I'm I'm sure some people do. But... uh so that was kind of funny. So anyway, you can always email me, incidentally, with questions. Bill at BullingtonCapital.com. You're listening to uh, the Bullington Capital Report. I'll be back after these commercial messages. Winter has come back again. Feels like the season won't end. My faith is tired tonight. And I won't try to pretend. I've got it all figured out. That I don't have any doubts. I've got a busted heart. Hi, Dennis Prager here for Window Nation. You hear that noise? It's your furnace kicking on again and again over and over. Why? Because your windows are old and drafty, letting cold air in and hot air out, keeping you up at night. Wait. It's a good time for you to pick up the phone and call Window Nation. For a limited time, get two free windows with every two you buy. Buy four, get four free. Buy six, get six free. There is no limit. Plus, get 0% financing for five full years. Act fast as there is still time to have your windows installed by the holidays. Stay toasty as Window Nation's expert installers work room by room to install your new windows. Save today, save tomorrow, save forever. Call Window Nation today 
at 866-90NATION and get two free windows for every two you buy. Buy four, get four free, plus 0% interest for five years. Save thousands on your windows and your energy bills. Use for holiday shopping this season. Call 866-90NATION today or visit windownation.com and tell them Dennis Prager sent you. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741-5592. 800-741-5592. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's Car Donation Program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today. Temperatures are starting to drop, and you know what that means. Old man winter is coming soon. It's time to take a look at those windows, doors, and other problem areas of your home before it's too late. Now is the time to call Joyce Factory Direct, Cleveland's family-owned window manufacturer and remodeler, to have one of their experts meet you for advice and on-the-spot pricing. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features state-of-the-art technology like Thermacore composite reinforcements and their exclusive Smart Shield high-performance glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy-efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers love how much warmer their house is and how easy the windows operate and clean. Every window is made specifically for your home and installed by factory experts. Let Joyce Factory Direct improve your home now before it's damp and cold. Call to schedule a free appointment, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. And we're back. Hey, if you have any questions, 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And we were talking a little bit uh, about a lot of things, actually. the uh, One of the things that we were talking about is an upcoming seminar. You can sign up online. This is the last one of the year. It's going to be Thursday, December 6th. Uh, it's at six, It starts at 6.30. The last one, I only talked for about an hour, and this time I'm probably going to talk for about 50, 45 to 50 minutes and then we'll take a little break and then we'll open up and talk about, uh, and I'll answer questions. So that's kind of the format. It's not going to be an extremely long. There is a lot of information coming out pretty quickly. That's why we'll take a little break and then you know, let you gather your thoughts, come back. It's at the Tri-C's Corporate College. I don't know if you know where that is, but you can go to my website, click on the seminar link, and there's a map there to it. 
That's right off of Richmond Road over on the east side there, right off of 271. That is a great area. I don't know if you've ever been there, but or have you been there lately, but they have really built that up. There's a bunch of stuff over there. In fact, I really like that Whole Foods Market that's now owned by Amazon. The uh, <laughs> They have a nice restaurant in there. It It's awesome. I can't believe it. It's mind-boggling, the growth over there. So anyway, and we are typically in the uh, room that was right across the, I don't know, it's not really a hall, but it's, I guess it is a hall. It's a, there's a gathering hall where the movie with, um, that they filmed in Cleveland, what, about the Cleveland Browns, Kevin Costner. What was the name of that movie? I can't remember. Yeah, Draft Day. <laughs> it's actually, Draft Day was, was filmed right across the hall from where we do our seminar, so that's pretty cool. I'm always trying to figure out where they put his desk and where the door, <laughs> pretty neat. So anyway. Another thing I wanted to talk about today, we have a, a new tool. Well, it's new to us. It's a retirement planning tool. Uh, and onto my opinion on retirement planning is this. You figure out what your budget is. Actually, that's if you're planning in the future. Okay. Figure out what your budget is today. How much can you live on today? Then you adjust that for inflation. And then you figure out how much money you would have to have pulling out 45 or 5% a year to generate that type of income. And it can be a shocker. That's why you need to start working on that relatively young. But start wherever you are and and do that. So it's relatively simple. That part's relatively simple. Where it gets a little bit complicated is when you get closer and you start thinking about, okay, how much do I want to really spend in retirement? Yeah. Uh, My wife's actually either older or younger than I am. And... We've got some other things that we need to do. We've got several sources of income. Maybe we don't have just Social Security. might have a pension. might have some rental property. And so that gets a little more complicated. So the, the retirement planning light doesn't actually work in that situation. And I've looked and I've looked and I've looked. And I finally, I've come to a software package I like that I think does a really good job of getting you as close as you possibly can. Cause there's always something that comes up that somebody doesn't have. Like I have a client's got a business. It, they're going to sell it and they just don't know exactly what they might get for that. Well, okay. You have to put something in there. So we try to take a low estimate of what that number is. And that's what I'm talking about. There are certain things that you just can't really know what the answer is until you get there. So you have to make some assumptions. But having said that, this software is very good. It'll actually give you an estimate of what your Social Security might be based on your income. So if you don't know exactly what it might be, you can use the estimate. You can always go back in later and change that. And it actually saves the plans for you so that you can go back and review those. That's a very important thing to do. You need to come back and review your plans. The setting and forgetting part, that, that's not a really smart way to enter or to stay in retirement. You need to make adjustments from time to time. Markets change. Situations change. So, again, uh, feel free to give us a call to talk about that. If you're a client and you want to see that new tool, give me a buzz. I'll be sending out a a newsletter on it soon. We just uh, started using it. And I will tell you that, yes, it uh, it is a little bit more complicated. We're going to ask for a little bit more information than we have in the past. If you're using that, because we want to make sure we get as much as we can in there and, and get it right. 
So, uh, but that's the other nice thing. Things change. You just change it. So we're going to be storing these plans, and it's all secured. By the way, it's got the highest level. If they can break that security, the security that we have on this, they're going to get you anyway. <laughs> they're going to get me too. They're going to get the White House <laughs> if they can get that. That's military grade encryption on it, and a whole bunch of other stuff that, quite frankly, uh, the guy that does the IT in our office knows a whole lot more about than I do. So. Anyway, I thought that was kind of exciting. Uh, another little exciting thing. I'm getting to that point. I'm just getting ready to pop these videos out here. You know, it's really funny. When I sit down and meet with someone, I'll be drawing and I'm talking. And what I'm drawing are numbers and I'm putting out little charts. I've done it for so long. It, it's a, uh, for me, it's just very quick, very easy. And people are sitting there and they're going, aha. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Oh, that's what that means. And, uh, oftentimes they'll ask if they can keep that piece of paper and I'm, I'm laughing. I'm sure you can keep it. I give it to them. And I know when they get home, it's going to look like hieroglyphics. <laughs> you won't, you probably won't remember all the words that went along with those graphics. So I've got this thing called a light board. It is really cool. It's got a special type of glass in a metal frame that is lit with LED lights. You can't see the LED lights. They're inside the frame. And when you turn the lights on and you write on the glass with fluorescent marker, it glows. It literally glows, which I think is really cool because you can video that and all those hieroglyphics that I was writing down, all these things I've been talking to people about all these years, I'm going to be able to put up on a website as video. So I think that is super cool. I am super pumped. We just started working on it yesterday. We just figured out how we're going to shoot these things and we're going to start in that production sometime this week. So stay tuned for that. We'll be posting it up on the video section on my website and all these ideas that I keep talking about that the kids need. By the way, put your 12 year old in front of that computer screen on my website and start watching those, have them start watching those videos. We're going to create a whole bunch of future Warren Buffetts. That's when he started. You know, his grandfather was a general store owner. Now, if you don't know a lot, if you're, if you're below the age of 50 and you didn't grow up in the South somewhere, you probably don't know what general stores are. A general store was exactly what it said. It was general. It sold almost everything. Hardware, food, whatever. A lot of people in the South, they were just, they were old houses that they had converted into a store and put a business up. So think of uh, the dollar store run out of your house. <laughs> That's what general stores were. Some of them were actually quite large. And Warren Buffett's grandfather owned the largest general store in Omaha, Nebraska. And Warren Buffett's father was a U.S. senator. Thing I find really interesting about that, this is you know, this is how my brain works, by the way. I get on one thought and it leads to another thought and another thought, and then I have to pull myself back over to the original thought. <laughs> so Warren Bu Buffett's father was Republican and Warren Buffett votes Democrat. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Anyway, so in his the, the book Snowball, that was a an authorized biography of Warren Buffett. He talked about the first paper out he got. He was, I think he was twelve, twelve years old, started thinking about money. He'd also, at the age of 12, he remembered this. And I get it because I remember a lot of things from my childhood. I'm not sure why, but it's just the way it happens. 
he remembered that he wasn't very good at sports, or at least he didn't think he was very good at sports. So he started working as a, you know, trying to make money. So can't be good at sports. Maybe making money is a good thing to do. And I'm, and I can't imagine that his grandfather didn't have an influence on him there, being a, a large, successful general store manager. He would understand a business very well. You have to buy at a certain price. You have to sell at a certain price. It's got to be a profit margin so that you can afford to pay your expenses and then be left over with the profit, all that kind of stuff. So he was really in tune to that at the age, at a very early age. And I think that's one of the other reasons that uh, he's done very, very well. And this is why I keep telling you, yeah, tell your kids when they're around 12. By the way, I had a paper out when I was 12. And I wasn't nearly as successful as Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett ended up hiring other kids to carry papers to other routes. He did all the collecting, and he paid them and got an override. (laughs) Talk about slick. (laughs) <laughs> at 12 years old that guy's doing that that is uh hilarious but anyway when you're about 12 and I, and I understood very well i had to pay for the papers that i was delivering i had to collect the money um when people would move out actually and not pay their bill for several weeks before they had moved which happened all the time because i delivered to an apartment community and i would end up having to pay for that i'd end up, i'd have to pay for their papers and that was a very good experience for a 12-year-old kid to have. I think it was an awesome experience. Only surpassed by the experience that my aunt thought was a great idea of having me sell these plastic flowers that had these smelly things in them when you took the lid off of it was supposed to make your house smell better. <laughs> I had to sell them to raise money for buying Christmas presents. That was her. This is my aunt's idea. And since I was 12, my younger brothers were uh, actually, they, they cried so that they wouldn't have to go door to door. <laughs> I had to go door to door selling those smelly flowers, <laughs> smelly plastic flowers. <laughs> anyway, I'll finish that story when we come back. If you'd like to call us, 216-901-0945. I got to go to the phones right now, and I have Jensen. Is this Jensen? Yeah, uh, good morning. Hey. Hey, uh, Bill, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, oils right now. I know they're kind of beaten down, and I wanted to see if you thought they might be a good buy at this price, especially in light of the you know the nice dividends they're paying. I think probably somewhere along the line they're, they're a good deal. And what will happen with those stocks, and I haven't looked at this, by the way. I'll, I'll rerun my screen that looks at the amount of cash those companies are generating and then compares it to how much you would pay for the business because that would that would be a really good indicator as to whether or not they're undervalued right now. Uh, so the share price okay. itself is not very meaningful, but the amount of cash they're generating is. And uh, that, okay. that yeah, that's one of those questions. So you know what? I will I will actually take a look at that and I will readdress that next Saturday morning because nobody's asked me okay. to do that yet. Yep. So that'll yeah, take that'd a little. Be great, yeah, I know there's kind of they say there's a glut of oil right now, and um, you know, very cyclical type industry. Uh, so yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah, I just wanted to see what you thought because you know these dividends are really attractive at these uh, prices. Yeah, well, the dividends oftentimes they'll pay a dividend even when they're not earning the dividend to keep the share price from going down too far. So that that's why you want to look at the amount of cash that they're actually generating. Uh, and especially when you take into account the debt that they have 
that that's a big deal. And so I'll, yeah, absolutely. I think you're probably uh, onto something there. I am going to run that screen over that specific industry and I'll run the screen anyway and see if I can pull out the oil stocks that are already in that portfolio because that means that they're attractively priced right now. Okay. Well, I look forward to your analysis. I'll tune in next week. Okay. All right. Well, have a good week and thanks for calling. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, Bill. Thanks. Bye-bye. You can call us 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. we got a couple minutes here before we have to go to a commercial break. But uh, so probably come to answer any questions after the commercial break. And you know what? I wanted to also take a couple minutes and just say thanks to uh, The Fish, 955thefish.com. The uh, Salem Communications owns this station, uh, 1220 a.m., and also The Fish, 955 the five. And we had an event out there at Fast Eddie's. And, and thanks to Fast Eddie's out in the, the shops at Parmatown, those guys donated meals to veterans all day. They went for six hours giving free meals to veterans. That was a blast. You know, going out, meeting the people, uh, being allowed to be a part of that. So I just really want to thank wholeheartedly Salem Communications, uh, 955thefish.com, for allowing me to participate in that. It was a lot of fun. I'd never done that before, so watching that process was kind of interesting. And seeing all the guys come out, uh, and you know, it just just reminds you, there, there's something different about a veteran. when You can just tell. You can tell them apart from other people. Those guys that served, put their lives on the line, literally put their lives on the line, could have easily lost their lives. Uh, many did. And uh, there's, just, there's just a difference in them when, when you're around them. So that was really an enjoyable time. And uh, so again, thanks to the fish for doing that. Uh, fish is actually my, probably my favorite radio station now. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I play almost all their music on my uh, coming in and out of commercials because it's just a, it's a really good thing. It, uh, and it made me feel really good about an awful lot of things. There, there's a lot to feel good about in this country. There's a tremendous amount, particularly the economy. It's doing extremely well. That is not a vote of confidence in anybody or anything. It just, you know, that's what economies do. Sometimes they expand, sometimes they contract. And the people that are running it at the time can have some impact on it, but generally, uh, not as much as people think they do. And it's kind of like a, uh, a quarterback, a good quarterback that's got a, oh, oh by the way, the, uh, congratulations to the Kenston Bombers. That's a local team, Chagrin Falls. They won again last night. They're going to the, uh, quarterfinals, I think, next week. I gotta take a real quick commercial break. I, man, I just talked all the way up to that, to now. <laughs> You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. I'll be back after these messages. All I could see was the struggle. Haunted, I ghostly lived in my past. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? 
At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook, Vacation Fixation. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. How much snow on the roof is too much? That depends a lot on the way your roof was constructed. Steep and smooth roofs tend to shed snow easily, while roofs that are only slightly pitched or flat tend to collect big drifts. Another important factor is the weight of the snow. Removing a heavy snow load can be tricky. If you have a multi-story house, you'd best not be climbing up and down icy cold ladders to dizzying heights. Better to leave that to licensed insured pros who have the right equipment to get the job done right. On the other hand, if you have a single-story home, you can use a long telescoping snow rake to pull snow off the roof. One caution, though, rakes that come into contact with shingles can do a lot of damage, so look for sturdy models with small rollers that keep the edge of the rake away from the shingles. Finally, before you start pulling snow off the roof, put some thought into where the snow is going to land. You don't want to damage your plants. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. Mike Gallagher wants to bring you a different kind of show. There are plenty of hosts. There are plenty of writers. There are plenty of pundits. There are plenty of congressmen. There are plenty of people who criticize Donald Trump every minute of every hour of every day. And I don't do that on this show. I want you to come here and have a different experience. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 11, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1420. The Answer. Over-the-counter pain medications can be bought without a prescription and are intended to reduce fever and temporarily relieve minor aches and pains. There are two main types of over-the-counter pain medicines, acetaminophen and NSAIDs. Although both types of pain medications treat the same symptoms, they work in different ways and have different risks and benefits. That's why it's important to always read and follow the Drug Facts label on your medicine. If you have any questions, ask your healthcare professional or pharmacist. Looking for a great way to save on taxes? Look no more. Just call Our Lady of the Wayside at 1-800-368-6262 and ask about their car donation program. It's simple and it works for everyone involved. You donate your ride, you write off the selling price, and the money goes to help the physically and mentally challenged citizens served by Our Lady of the Wayside. The number to call, 1-800-368-6262. Well, you want more, so get more. need your ride to Our Lady of the Hey, welcome back to the Bullington Capital Report. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420. You can also pick us up on the Fishes podcast, 955thefish.com, or you can go to my website and download it there if you'd like to. Not sure why anybody would want to do that. I would never listen to my show. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> but uh, I would listen today because we have a... Uh, relationship with the guy that we've been working with for a long time in fact he's in my succession plan something happens to me and we've got we built a plan specifically for the cleveland clinic employees uh, it's going to be a little bit different so those of you that are already we're already helping with that uh, you're going to get some information on this over the next week or two and we're going to offer this to just about everybody 
it's a great, I think it's a great way to, uh, it's a great organizational skill to have to manage the money that's, that's in your retirement plans. Uh, and, uh, so you'll be hearing more about that in the future. We are going to cover that at the workshop on the uh, 6th of December, which you can sign up for for free by going to my website, bullingtoncapital.com. And I think it's, it's very exciting. It's really exciting. We're glad to have, and by the way, our, uh, um, associate there, his name is Brad Loheiser. Uh, he's another advisor and he's a sub advisor to some of the Bullington Capital, uh, portfolios that we run. Anyway, I'm going to take a phone call right now. If you'd like to call us, the number is 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And I've got Matt. Matt, you have a call, question, or comment? Yeah, I have uh, two, and then I'll, I'll list an off-air, but uh, I was wondering, you know, what you think is going to happen here with General Electric, and uh, and I guess my other question is, I, I have a decent position in, like, silver, and I know that the silver-to-gold ratio is really, like, stretched out, and, you know, I've been watching with all the volatility in the market, and silver's still really just been kind of, like, ticking up and down just a little bit. But, like I said, I was wondering, you know, long-term GE and uh, and then your opinions on silver. And I'll, I'll listen off air. Uh, okay. That sounds good. The uh, first thing I'm going to tell you, GE, if you go to GE's website and you look at the number of businesses that GE is in, uh, you're going to find out that they're in a lot of businesses that aren't closely related to one another, which makes it incredibly difficult to come up with some sort of evaluation for. I mean, you can look at the past history, but they've been making lots and lots of changes there. There's new management. They're trying to take uh, a look at some of the businesses that they're in, all the businesses that they're in, trying to figure out which ones they're going to keep, which ones they're going to be getting rid of. That's an ongoing process with any business, especially a conglomerate. And I know Peter Lynch wrote about it in a couple of his books. And when a company grows and they're kind of outgrowing the markets that they're in or they're the dominant factor in some of the markets that they're in, they start to get into other industries, and, and he kind of jokingly, semi-half-jokingly called it diversification, getting outside of your major areas of expertise. I think that GE just got caught up in that. They had money to invest. They had invested in places. They built a bunch of businesses. Some of the industries that they were in, economics actually turned south on that, uh, and there's not a whole lot you can do about that. In fact, Warren Buffett wrote you know, a lot about getting really good management in an industry where the economics were bad, it was the reputation of the industry that normally maintained in its intactness. <laughs> Is that really a word? I think I just did a, a Trump on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the reputation of the industry tends to remain intact. So if you're in industries that are really tough, um, that's hard. So I don't really have an opinion on that. I look at all the things that GE does, how well they did it over all the number of years. I don't think you can really make a uh, pronouncement that's going to be extremely accurate on that. The businesses are just too diverse. And I know they're going to do the best job that they can because their careers depend on it. There are a lot of people that work at those businesses that depend on it. Their reputations depend on it. 
The board of directors' reputations depends on it. So you've got a lot of people working really hard. It's not an easy situation. So you just have to stay tuned. That's one of the reasons that you need to diversify. You just got to diversify. I've seen so many people so many times invest so heavily in their company's stock. And if you've got a position that's more than 5% of your total portfolio value, that is not prudent. You're not investing. You're gambling. You're gambling with your future because there aren't any companies that aren't subject to changing business environments. None. That's one of the very few areas where you can say, okay, there's always going to be something. Because when you say always, that's a very tough thing to say. This is always going to happen because inevitably something will come up and it doesn't work out the way you thought it was always going to happen. But anyway, this is one of those areas where you can say always (laughs) there will be change. So that's really tough. And as far as the whole gold, silver, metal, all the metals, not a big fan. I'm just not a big fan. That's like predicting how many points the Browns are going to score next week. You know, if, if you get that number right, I promise you it's not going to be skill. It's going to be luck. And when you're looking at metals and the way that they change, you know, when a metal gets really expensive, you know what happens? The industries that they're in start looking at alternative metals. How else can we accomplish this using something that's cheaper? That's what happens. So trying to predict that stuff is so much more difficult. What I would recommend is that you try to look up things where things are are a little more um, predictable. Notice I said a little more predictable because even the highly predictable companies still have a, a large degree of uncertainty to them. That's just life. And I know when people typically call and ask these questions they're not real happy with my answers because they wanted me to you know to guarantee and tell them the answer and and tell them the answer that's absolutely correct and they they just don't understand that you can't do that there's certain a lot of business there's certain number of businesses that you just it's not possible so you you asked about two businesses or, or actually one business in one industry the metals is really kind of an industry where the futures are highly uncertain and incredibly difficult to predict. And nobody's ever gotten it completely accurate all the time ever in the history of financial markets as far as I know. And by the way, I read a lot. (laughs) Like a lot. (laughs) And if somebody had been really good at at one of those things, I would have have read about them by now. I'm only 55. (laughs) I've only been doing this for 30 years. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, I, those are tough. And I, I always feel kind of bad. I'm not, and I really don't mean to make fun of anybody under any circumstances. Believe me. Yeah, I didn't know anything when I started in this business. I thought I did, but I really didn't. And I was an econ major. I minored in finance. And I still didn't know anything about this business when I got started. So please don't feel offended. It's just that what you're trying to do is you're trying to look into areas where the predictability factor is very low. Very low. I would suggest trying to look at the predictability factors of industries that are higher. Or you learn the 60-second test, you know, the one that we're going to be covering at the seminar on December 6th, the last one of the year. How's you like that plug? <laughs> Just go to BullingtonCapital.com and uh, you'll be able to, to sign up for that. Because that is one of the things that we talk about. We talk about that all the time. 
So it's important to know something about the industry. It's more important to know what the numbers of those specific companies are. And incidentally, the guy that called in earlier about the crude oil, crude oil is very unpredictable as well. It's got a high uh, unpredictability factor to it. And But uh, it's actually slightly more predictable than gold or silver is. And it's actually slightly more predictable than the number of industries that GE's in. So I think that's kind of interesting. There are degrees. And I'll tell you what, an industry that's actually fairly highly predictable is financial services. That was one of the businesses that GE was in. Now, they got into a bunch of insurance businesses that ended up costing them a lot of money. But uh, the banking and lending businesses generally have a higher degree of predictability. Uh, but there's one of those instances, I mean, it's kind of like my dad. My dad was really calm, was incredibly difficult to get him upset. But once you did, look out. <laughs> but and it was incredibly difficult to push him over that edge. You know, the, uh, and, but you didn't want to see what happened. That's what a lot of industries are like. That's what the banking industry is like. Most of the time, very profitable, very predictable, but occasionally... They start losing some money. Now, the good thing about banks, incidentally, is that we have a fractional reserve banking system and they can heal when the government helps them out. They will heal and they will rise again. That's what I like about banks. Um, when banks get overpriced, I'm not real fond of them at all. And, uh, but it's slightly more predictable. I'll tell you what else is more predictable. Companies that manufacture food. Because as far as I know, they haven't created a, a way for people not to eat yet. Yeah, so you've got to eat. You've got to produce food. I don't know how that, that, a lot of people are going, oh, that just seems stupid. That's just silly. Well, it might, but it's true. And what's also true is the music is playing and then my show is over. So I'm going to have to let you go. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420 The Answer. Have a good week, everybody. Good luck and good investing. just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420, The Answer, or Salem Media. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.